welcome to this week's edition of Intermountain Christian School's Lioncast, a weekly podcast to keep you up to date on all things ICS. I'm your host, Connor. This week's episode of the Lioncast will be sponsored by the Adama family in honor of their cat, Crispin. Crispin is a basic black cat that came to the Adamas by way of the Salt Lake County Animal Shelter one cold Saturday afternoon in January. He prefers Amelia, even though much of the time it appears as though she is torturing him. His favorite snacks are chickpeas, and he screams each morning until someone puts some food on the kitchen floor for him. His hobbies include wrecking furniture, howling at night, and, and judging others. Would you like to sponsor the Lioncast? If so, for only $5, you can be mentioned by name. You can also sponsor as an individual, company, or in honor of someone or something important to you. To sponsor us, you may email Mr. Hobbs at ahobbs at intermountainchristian.org. Content of sponsorship subject to review. And now for we go to the joke of the week with Jaden Carpenter with our weekly dose of laughs. What did the pencil sharpener say to the pencil? Stop going in circles and get to the point. And now we go to Clara Begg with a list of everyone you need to say happy birthday to. This week's birthdays are, on Tuesday we celebrate Evan Larson's birthday who is in 5th grade. On Wednesday we celebrate Henry Larson who is in 8th grade and Chloe Begg who is in 12th grade. And last but not least, we celebrate Braden Jones who is in 12th grade on Thursday. We hope you guys have a great birthday and here are some special messages for you guys. Hi, it's Mac. Happy birthday, Evan. Hey, this is Mr. Hope and I wanted to say happy birthday to Evan Larson. My name's Sam. Happy birthday, Evan. Hey, it's Tyler. Just wanted to tell you that I hope you have a fun birthday. Hi, Henry. It's Tyra. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday, and I just pray that you have an amazing day with your friends. Hey, this is Kevin. Happy birthday, Henry. I hope you have a great day. Hi, it's Ashton. Happy birthday, Henry. Hi, this is Aiden. Happy birthday, Henry, and have a good day. Happy birthday, Chloe. I love you so, so, so much. You are the best friend a girl could ask for. I hope you have the best day ever. Hi, it's Kyler. Happy birthday, Chloe. Hey, it's Ashlyn. Happy birthday, Chloe. You're a knucklehead. Hey, it's Clara. Happy birthday, Chloe. Um, I love you so, so much. Hi, it's Gunnar. Happy birthday, Brayden. Hey, Brayden. It's Mrs. Shoemaker. Happy birthday. Hey, Brayden. Happy birthday, dude. Um, hope it's a good one. Uh, you're young, but that's cool, I guess. Uh, happy birthday. Oh, and this is Miles, just so you know. Yeah, Simon Sini. Yeah, okay, bye. This is Mrs. Jones just wishing Brayden Jones a very happy birthday. Make sure to wish everyone a happy birthday this week. Thank you, Clara. And now we go to Ellie Manning with sports. Middle school volleyball overall had a fantastic season. Their last game was on Monday against Wasatch. Sadly, they lost by a few points, but worked hard and had lots of fun. We asked Faith Nutzel her opinion on the game and the season ending. Um, yesterday's game was pretty well. We lost, but it's alright, because we lost by like three points. But I feel like we worked really hard this season as a team. At the end of the season, we did pretty well. And it was fun getting to know different girls. Um, in different grades and stuff, and working as a team. Thank you, Faith. On Tuesday, high school volleyball had a game against Mount Vernon. They won by many points in each of three sets and played very well. On Wednesday, high school cross-country had a meet. In Jeremiah Longoria's first high school cross-country meet, he placed first of all boys. The highest-placing girl runner from ICS was Hope Edmonds. 
Runner Noah Packer said they had a great overall performance and Mrs. Longoria was very pleased. On Thursday, our ICS middle school cross-country team had their state meet. Our highest-ranking boy was Sam Autry, followed two seconds later by Jackson Smith in 20th and 21st place, respectively, out of 49 runners. Elaine Lunsford was the fastest girl, coming in at 5th place. Next, seven places behind her was Amelia Adama in 12th, both out of about 40 runners. Middle school cross-country, congratulations on a great season. On Friday... High school volleyball had a tournament in Milford, winning both a game versus Panguitch in three sets and a second game against Milford, winning 3-1. to one. They had a third game against Bryce Valley, in which they won again in three sets. They did a fantastic job this weekend and are currently ranked fourth in 1A. High school baseball season came to an end when they lost to Bryce Valley in this state tournament, but congratulations on a fun and exciting year. Thank you, Ellie. And now on to This Week in History with Ashlyn Morton. On October 5th, 1813, Shawnee Indian Chief Tecumseh was defeated and killed during the War of 1812. Regarded as one of the greatest American Indians, he was a powerful orator who defended his people against white settlement. On October 7th, 1765, the Stamped Act Congress convened in New York City with representatives from nine colonies meeting in protest to the British Stamp Act, which imposed the first direct tax by the British Crown upon the American colonies. On October 8, 1871, the Great Fire of Chicago erupted. Over 300 people were killed and 90,000 were left homeless as the fire leveled three and a half square miles, destroying 17 1,450 buildings. Some of this week's famous birthdays are Jesse Eisenberg, the American actor, on the 5th, will be turning 37. Simon Cowell, the television personality, on the 7th, will be turning 61. And Matt Damon, the American actor, will be on the 8th, will be turning 50. And now we go to Joseph, Josie Edema with the news. On the 22nd of September, the Spanish 3 class went to the mall and practiced their Spanish by buying items at the store in Spanish. On to Mrs. Pimentel. So I'm Mrs. Pimentel, and I took Spanish 3 on a field trip to the Centro, which is downtown Salt Lake, and they made a movie to show the younger classes. Now on to the students. Uh, my name is Gabriel No, and I went to the Spanish 3 field trip. I liked how we were able to walk around downtown to make a video to teach other classes about Spanish. Uh, my name is Colin Jameson and I'm a junior and I went on the uh, Spanish 3 field trip. We filmed a type of like real life examples type of video and then we got Chick-fil-A after so that's pretty nice. The theater class and the cast of Your Good Man Charlie Brown went to Hale Center Theater on the 30th of September to watch the Million Dollar Quartet, a play about Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Carl Perkins. Now, on to one of the students. Hi, I'm Lauren Harmon. I'm in sixth grade, and um, at the Hale Theater, there was lots of singing and dancing, and it was really fun. And now Mrs. Tally. So this is a professional production in a professional theater. And the facility's gorgeous. The set was amazing. And the performers were amazing. And it was really high energy. 
lots and lots of music in this type of musical. It's called the Jukebox Musical, and it told a story of a, a real happening, a real historic event from 56 when four rock and roll icons got together for an impromptu jam session, and the students, I think, really loved it. We all just kind of were swept up into this other world, and I've loved talking about it with my classes and hearing their thoughts and things they noticed and appreciated, and it's great. It's a great example of doing theater with excellence, and I hope it's an inspiration to our students. Through the 30th of September to the 30th of October, the elementary service will pursue the Captain Underpants Drive. They will give underwear and full shampoo bottles to people who need it. Here's what a few students had to say. Hi, my name is Emmy and I'm in second grade, um, and I'm excited for the Captain Underpants Razor. Um, hi, my name is Alexa, and I'm from third grade, and what I'm excited about is we get to help people who are homeless. And finally, the whole school had Friday, October 1st, off due to the parent-teacher conferences. And now we go to Judah Hope with all the things that will happen this week. There will be an open house on Tuesday the 6th. Visitors can stop by any time between 9 a.m. And, and 11 a.m. Tell potential future ICS lines to come see our school in action, get their questions answered, and get a tour of the school. ICS Charlie Brown on production has been postponed. The new dates will be Wednesday the 21st through Saturday the 24th. Showtimes are at 7 o'clock every night with an additional showing on Saturday at 2 o'clock and 7 o'clock. The link to buy tickets will be sent out this week. Be aware that at the posters you see may, you may see here on the school have not been updated. Follow ICS on social media for timely updates. The high school volleyball team will face Waterford at home on Tuesday. JV plays at 4.30 and varsity plays at 6 o'clock. On Friday, the high school volleyball team will face Manila at home. JV plays at 3 o'clock and varsity plays at 4.30. That's fascinating, Judah. And now we go to Brighton Shoemaker, who interviewed Mrs. Potter. Hi, and welcome to the Community Spotlight portion of the Lioncast, the part of the show where we talk to a member of our ICS community to get to know them a little better. I'm your host, Brighton Shoemaker, and I am pleased to welcome to the Lioncast today's guest, third grade ICS teacher, Miss Potter. Hi, Bryson. It's an honor to be invited to join you for the Lioncast today. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Very fun. <laughs> Always a pleasure to see my little kids grow up to be big kids. Ready for some questions? Absolutely. Let's go. Why did you um, decide to become a teacher, and did you consider any other careers? You know, I decided to be a teacher because I absolutely love seeing students learn new things. I think seeing the light bulb go on above their heads when they are understanding something for the first time is something that just feeds my soul. I actually learned that I wanted to become a teacher when I worked as a cleaner in a daycare <laughs> in summers between high school. Crazy, crazy transition from scrubbing toilets <laughs> to um, <laughs> making my decision about my future, but it certainly was a moment where I truly relished spending time with those kids and just enjoying them. I did consider at one point in life that I wanted to become an author. And I still might do that because I absolutely love children's literature and books. And I think that 
creating them for kids might be good and well it shouldn't take time away from my teaching um because you want to be an author is that um do you love language arts the best actually you'd probably be surprised but i love ang language arts but i love teaching math the most i love teaching math the most because you can always just get the right answer and you don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> it is one of the wonderful ways that God displays his order in creation, that math is just math and answers are just answers. Probably like I probably like learning language arts than learning math. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember that a little <laughs> bit from third grade. <laughs> um, what did you do to, be, to prepare to be a teacher? Well, in order to become a teacher, I had to spend a lot of time in classrooms when I was in college, and that was actually my favorite part, to be assigned different practicums with different teachers and sitting in on their classrooms and watching and gleaning ideas and seeing ways that I would certainly choose to do things and in some circumstances seeing ways that I would not choose to do things. It's fun to watch. That's still probably one of my favorite ways to learn and grow my craft of teaching is to watch other teachers. Um, what were your favorite and least favorite parts about teaching? Well, I don't think that there's probably any teacher in any building anywhere that absolutely loves grading papers. It is the task that I do because I need to, but it is not always something that I relish doing. Um, I do enjoy my smaller class this year because it takes me about half the time as it usually does, and I'm praising God for those <laughs> moments of joy at the end of the day. Um, did you also ask me what I liked most about it? Yes. I love uh, seeing the progression in students from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, seeing their independence grow, seeing their ability to think for themselves grow, and to solve problems on their own instead of me having to solve them for them. Did you teach anywhere before uh, ICS? If so, where was it and what was it like? Actually, ICS is the only school I have ever taught at and earned money. I have spent all 26 years of my teaching career here at ICS and I am proud to be the longest standing lion in the building. Yes, Mrs. Lister has been here longer, but she's not working here this year, so I, I gladly get to wear that crown for the year and say I am the longest standing lion in the building. What are the benefits of being here for a, so long instead of going to a lot of different schools? Well, I love being at ICS for so many years because I, have g I get to see students throughout their entire educational careers. I love seeing how little bitties grow up to be older elementary kiddos and then going into these blossoming middle schoolers that are trying to figure out their ways through all of their quirky traits and then growing up to be high schoolers getting ready to go out into the world and truly show whether or not we are have equipped them to thrive in God's world. I think it is neat to see a change in a school progressing over time. I love that we at ICS have constantly pushed ourselves to be better and to grow and not just stay the same. And even though I'm in year number 26, I'm working just as hard as I was in year number one. What brought you to ICS? 
I have to share that that is a completely a God thing. I had never heard of Intermountain Christian School. I had never applied for a job at Intermountain Christian School. I graduated from college and I automatically assumed that I was going to move back to Wyoming to start my teaching career there. And I just wasn't getting any jobs in the public schools there. I had applied for a Christian school that used to exist up in, up in Ogden, and I got an interview, and the principal there didn't want to hire me because it was the school's very first year of opening, and he knew that all of the classes were going to be combined, and he did not want to put a brand new um, elementary teacher in charge of two grades at once when clearly he wouldn't have even known if I could teach one grade at once. So. He didn't hire me, but ICS had a very last-minute opening at the beginning of August, and our the ICS principal at the time, Mr. Payne, called the other school that I had applied to and said, hey, was there anybody good that you didn't hire? And that teacher from Ogden gave him my name. Mr. Payne called me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> An interview at a Christian school in Salt Lake? What? I've never even heard of it. And I came down, I had my interview, and I was hired that day. So I truly can say that it was God in the whole entire thing. Because when you get a job somewhere that you didn't even know existed, God had that in mind, and I'm thankful that he took care of me in that way. Um, did you grow up in Wyoming? I did. And it's nice to live in Utah and still be close to my family in Wyoming. It only takes me a couple of hours to drive there and visit with them and still be able to experience all of the fun outdoor things in Wyoming that I grew up doing and live in a bigger city that has a few more offerings and still get to see my family frequently. What classes and subjects do you teach and which is your favorite? Well, because I'm an elementary teacher, I teach it all. I love teaching language arts, but as I s mentioned earlier in the comment, math is my absolute favorite to teach because there are a lot more kids who think they can't do math than there are kids who think they can't read and write. And I like changing that perspective in them, hopefully, to say, no, 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 you might not be able to do all of the things yet, but you can um, learn and do things well. And I mean, after all, who doesn't love leading up to multiplication Sundays? <laughs> we start multiplication next week in third grade, and I can't wait. I remember multiplication Sundays, and looking, just staring at that board you had <laughs> up of the Sundays, that's also how I learned how to spell multiplication. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. It's certainly a long <laughs> word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of eyes. <laughs> um... So this year you have a new role as the school-level academic dean. Could you tell us what that means? Well, it is my pleasure to partner with Mrs. Buckley to um, provide some organization and some leadership for the elementary level of a school. Um, with, one with one overall academic dean, the role, I think, could get really, really heavy and burdensome for Mrs. Buckley, and yet the school has identified three different teachers to help her out at each of the school levels. And I love being a part of that for the elementary. I love being able to help her with communications and organizing things and 
putting together service projects that she just wouldn't have the time for. I love um, organizing the chapel speakers, and I know this might sound strange that taking on new leadership role in the elementary um, is an exciting thing, but it really, really is fun because I think this current school format has helped our school be more cohesive as a whole and not to have such distinct differences um, between the upper school and lower school, but I think we're more cohesive, we're more collaborative, and we work really well together, and it pleases me to be able to work with your mom, who's the high school ac academic dean, and Mr. Hope in middle school, and just come up with great plans for the school as a whole. What are some of the strangest or most interesting things that have happened to you as a teacher? Well, I won't mention names, but there is a <laughs> student here <laughs> in middle school <laughs> that actually physically poked me in the eye with his pencil. One day in class as I was bending over him, he was so very excited that he finally understood something that he swung his hand back and bam, <laughs> that, <laughs> that pencil popped right into my eye. And it wasn't just the eraser. Um, I have said lots of things in this world <laughs> that I never expected to have to say to kids thinking, okay, well, I thought that was an obvious thing we couldn't do, but I guess not. We'll have to say it. Were you a good student when you were in school? I was a good student. I, um, learning came easily for me. And I have to admit, though, because learning came pretty easily for me and positive that my teachers actually ever challenged me to the best of my abilities, that I was pretty happy getting whatever grades that I got because it didn't take me a lot of hard work to accomplish and get those A minus, A's, A minuses, some B pluses because eh, it didn't matter so much. But when I went to college, my world was anew <laughs> and I had to work my tail off to um, meet the challenges that I had never done before. But it was fun, and I enjoyed that. What is something that you don't think many people know about you? Well, hmm. I don't think many people know that I grew up as an outdoors person in Wyoming in a family that hunted. And so I have actually shot a moose and <laughs> killed it. Um, I have uh, ridden h horses to places that few people have ever hiked. I have, um, hmm, let me think, what else? I love to sew, and that's not certainly a very popular um, hobby these days, but I love to do that. I love to explore photography, especially of landscaping, and probably the most unexpected thing that I love because people would not think that a third grade teacher who <laughs> does fun silly things with little kids I really love mafia movies <laughs> it's just something that intrigues me <laughs> and I know there's violence and there's bad language but I just love the story all right, that's about all the time we have, but um, I know the elementary has a big service project coming up. Could you tell us about that a little bit? 
Absolutely, Brighton. Thanks for asking. Um, the ICS elementary students have chosen to show our love of God and love of others by partnering with and supporting, with, uh, supporting the rescue mission of Salt Lake City in a big need that they have. Right now, they need underwear, and well, everyone needs underwear, and so we thought, hey, in the year 2020, why not go all out and have some fun and have an underwear drive? We are accepting new men's and women's underwear all through the month of October to help our friends at the Rescue Mission and the Rescue Haven. You may drop off the underwear into an elementary classroom if you like, or you may use our school link or QR code to donate money so that we can go do the shopping for you and be able to support our friends in the homeless community. I think that is so sweet. Thank you for coming out here. Have a nice day. You too. This has been Connor. Thank you for listening to the Lioncast, and be certain to tune in next time. Good day.